For many of us, life is complicated and we make mistakes and there are things on our record that we're not proud of. Often these things from our past can be 5, 10, even 20 years ago, and yet they can prevent us from getting a job. If you're curious about how to keep these things from messing up your chances of getting a job, then this is the podcast for you. Stick around and find out more. Facebook Live. I'm so excited you've joined us today and we've got some really exciting kind of interesting stuff to talk about. I'd like to tell you that everyone's past is squeaky clean and nothing ever happens that could prevent us from getting a job. If that's a felony, if that's just an arrest, or maybe it's being let go of from a job. These things are catastrophic in some ways. It makes it hard to rebound. However, There are some tricks and some things you can do to increase your odds. Basically, it's all about wordsmithing. It's about cleaning it up and making you the most appealing that you can be. Because the reality is, an employer wants to hire the right person. And if the person with a felony or the person that was fired is the right person, and you do a good job of explaining yourself, you're probably going to get the job. We're going to start at the very beginning. We've got a pretty basic formula that we're going to use to talk about how to address this. And we're going to teach you how to beat your past, which is really exciting because we want to focus on your future, making a better you. And it's going to start with getting the right job. So the first thing with all of our podcasts I always like to point out is the truth is the most important thing. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember all of the lies and the kind of the web you spend, which will ultimately lead you to being terminated anyway, even if you get the job. So tell the truth. Mark Twain once said, if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything, which is a pretty cool point by kind of a great author. So just something to keep in mind. The truth is so important. And lying in an interview is more likely to cost you your job or cost you the chance to get the job than anything you could possibly say about a felony, an arrest, or losing a job employers hate being lied to, period. And if you're willing to lie in an interview, they're going to assume you're going to be willing to lie anytime and every time you get the chance. No one wants to hire a liar. So if you're honest about everything in your past, you're going to be significantly more likely to get the job. So please, please, please keep that in mind. So we've got something that's less than perfect in our background, whatever it is. What are we going to do? How do we fix this? First off, we know they're going to ask about it. If you've been let go from a job and it's on your resume, they're going to ask about that job and what happened. If you are applying for a job, they're most likely going to ask, you know, can you pass a background check or have you been convicted of a crime? One of those things is probably even on the application. So they're going to ask. It's going to come up. And because of that, we can be prepared for it. This isn't going to be a surprise question. And... We know exactly what happened. So we can take the opportunity to, one, come up with a really good story or explanation of what happened, and two, 
we can take the time to practice it over and over and over. Athletes talk about muscle memory. If that is throwing a pitch 100 miles an hour, or if that is kicking a ball in through the field goal. It's all about muscle memory. With this question, tell me about the job you're let go of, or tell me about what happened, your conviction. We want the same thing. We want that muscle memory. We want to get so used to telling the story that we have properly wordsmithed that it just keeps coming out over and over and over correctly. If your mom asks, your grandma asks, your neighbor asks, or an interviewer asks, you get used to kind of this story. So how do we come up with the story? Well, first off, we've got a pretty basic formula. What happened, how it was a mistake, and why it won't happen again. That's it. Three basic pieces of this equation will get you through this question and get you the job if you're the right person. So again, the most important thing we can say is for all three of these steps is to tell the truth. The truth is so important. But when we're telling the truth, we want to do a few kind of basic things. First off, we don't want to make excuses. We want to own whatever happened and we want to move on. So if you were let go of a job, you could say, you know, I was let go for X, Y, and Z. Here's why. Keep it short. They don't need all of the details. and they, they really don't care. If you were let go or you went to jail or whatever the case might be, the more details you give, the more they can read into it, the more they can discriminate from the information you give. So keep it really, really short. Keep your opinion out of it. So if you feel like you were wronged because the arresting officer was an idiot or you feel like the person that let you go had something out for you because you did X, Y, and Z, that doesn't matter. Keep that stuff out of it. You're presenting just the facts and keeping it super short. There's nothing you're going to be able to justify that is going to make you more hireable. Even if the person that, was, that let you go was a jerk, even if you were framed or you're just at the right place, wrong place at the wrong time. None of that matters because they don't have that information and they don't know you. So they're not going to assume that if you said you were framed for a crime or if you were at the wrong place at the wrong time and got arrested or everyone was doing it and they just selected you to arrest, they're not going to care. They're just going to believe the establishment, the, the police, the place that let you go. So making a bunch of excuses just makes you look like you're whiny or you're making excuses. So just leave it out. And again, this is our opportunity to figure out what they do want to hear, which involve, which is the truth, that you can wordsmith and just practice over and over and over again to really kind of have some success with this. So the next part uh, is pretty short, but I just want to give you some examples of things you can say or things that you can kind of go over in different circumstances. There are hundreds or thousands of possibilities that you may come across. So it's very difficult to give every example. And yours might be different. And hey, here at Our Empowerment, we are happy to help you kind of work on your story. So give us a call at the end of this. I'll have all my contact information so you can reach out to us. But let's start with the very basic one. You went to jail or prison. Our formula. What happened? How was it a mistake? and why it won't happen again. So the interviewer asks, can you pass a background check? My answer, when you look at my background check, you will see I went to jail for blank. I had no idea how this would impact my family and I regret it, what I did. I'm going to spend the rest of my life raising my kids. They don't make the same mistakes that I did. That's it. I told them what I went to jail for. I told them I regret it, it was a mistake. And I said, hey, I'm going to keep working on this to make sure my kids don't suffer the same fate as me. This is my new goal. 
it's going to be very upfront. The interviewer is going to really appreciate that. It is also going to show how you aren't going to let this happen again. I'm a changed person, right? The next one, drug and alcohol related crimes. Again, our formula. What happened? How was it a mistake? And why it won't happen again? So again, the interviewer asks, can you pass a background check? The answer is, I'm kind of embarrassed by this, but if you look at my background, you will see I ran into some issues due to my abuse of blank. Since then, I am blank clean, or I'm clean for blank years or days. I'm working hard to atone for my mistakes, and I assure you it won't happen again. Again, what happened? I was arrested or went to jail for the abuse of blank substance. It was a mistake. I'm going to atone for that, and it won't happen again. Very important statements. You could also throw in, if you're in, let's say, if it was alcohol and you're in AA or Narcotics Anonymous or whatever the case may be, you could also throw that in just say, you know, it won't happen again. I've been clean for 10 years and I attend AA every week. They're going to appreciate that and they are going to help you and give you the benefit of the doubt. You're very upfront. People that are very upfront with these things, they will typically give you the benefit of the doubt. Stealing. Now, stealing is a little bit harder. Companies don't love hiring people that have stolen because they have the fear of you stealing on them, regardless how long it goes right or wrong, especially if you deal with high-value products or if you're trying to deal with money. Just being honest about the situation, if you are caught stealing and you want to be a cashier, you have an uphill battle. However, using our basic formula, we can we can make some strides at getting the job. So again, what happened? How was it a mistake? And why it won't happen again? The interviewer asked, can you pass a background check? Answer, I made some mistakes in my life and one of them appears on my background check. When I was younger, I made a mistake and I stole. It's not going to make, I'm not going to make any excuses for my behavior, but what I can tell you is it was a mistake and it will not happen again. If it had been a long period of time since you had passed, uh, had stolen, you could include, you know, it's been 10 years since this happened. I haven't been convicted or stolen since then. But again, keep it super short. And, and all these examples, that's kind of what I'm doing, is trying to keep it as short as humanly possible so that they're not getting a bunch of information and it sounds very professional and wordsmith. So what I did, what happened, how was it a mistake, and why it won't happen again. So I admitted that I stole, I admitted that it was a mistake and I was embarrassed, and I said it's, you know, behavior that I'm done with and I'm moving on. Now, to give you an idea as we kind of wrap up, there are some crimes that are harder to get a job for, stealing being one of them. Any type of physical assault battery, anything like that, that shows violence, it's going to increase your odds of not getting a job. When I worked in childcare, if you were physically violent with somebody, child abuse, spousal abuse, battery, you were not eligible according to the state to work in childcare, period. Regardless of how long it goes, whose fault it was, the state of Illinois and Iowa would not allow you to work with kids. Good, bad, or ugly, that's the truth. And there's going to be some jobs like that that you just can't either legally do it because of a state regulation or because the employer has some kind of policy on it. This isn't the norm though. And so if you have something on your record, there's no reason to freak out if that's being fired, if that is being convicted of a crime, you're probably all right. 
So just work on our basic steps that we just kind of went over. And if you need help, that's what we're here for at Our Empowerment. So reach out to us. My phone number is 314-653-6122. That's area code 314-653-6122. My email address is Keith, K-E-I-T-H, at R, just the letter, empowerment, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T. That's a .org because we're a not-for-profit. We're happy to help you. Let us help you get your dream job. Let us help you create a budget. That's what we're here for, and we're proud of our success rate. So if you want to be one of our success stories and you need some help, let us know how we can help. Well, that's it for us today. Today was a short one. It's a pretty basic subject with a pretty basic formula, and each person is going to be slightly different, so it makes it hard to have a lot of details on this. But I appreciate you listening as always. Thank you so much. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, I am here to help. There's You have my number and email address, so call me. And as always, remember, it's always darkest just before someone turns.